0: Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild.
1: wild, wild, wild.
2: wild, wild, wild.
0: Welcome to Nevada Wild brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez joined by co-host Aaron Keller. And today we are so excited because we have our brand new Chief Game Warden, Christy Knight, joining us. Christy, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. We're so happy to have you here. And we were just talking about how when we scheduled this podcast, it had not been announced. I don't even know if you knew you were the Chief Warden yet. (laughs) I did not. I did not find out until Monday. Yeah, we just thought you'd be perfect for our Women's Month celebration. And then here we are. You're now the Chief Warden. So it worked out perfect. So how does it feel? It, it's
2: um, actually very humbling. It's, it's like, wow, they trust me to lead all these people. And and hopefully we can grow from this. Yeah, I bet we can.
1: Yeah, yes. Women's Month has been really popular on social media and everything else. And as we brainstorm people that have been around the department and, um, you know, people that have have grown inside the department. Um, There's tons of women Mm -hmm. and very interesting and unique stories. And so having you on the podcast was a no-brainer. But then, yeah, congratulations on the position and everything else since we scheduled. Well, thank you. Yeah,
0: I know, I'm like, I don't even know where to start. (laughs) So for people who don't know you, could you tell us when you started working for the department and how it all started how you got here okay yes i'm a native nevadan so i've been in
2: nevada my entire life and i went to the university of nevada reno got my degree and i'm like what am i going to do with this degree now that i have because I, I decided not to go down the path i originally chose and then i happened to be on the Indal website i'm like oh my gosh game warden, that sounds perfect to me. A lot of people told me I should go in law enforcement, but I didn't want regular law regular law enforcement. I wanted recreational type law enforcement. And uh, with that, I'm like, well, I'm going to apply. And I applied and it was about a year long process. And in December 2004, I was hired. And I was originally stationed in Las Vegas and I had to do a lot of the boating world on Lake Me, Lake Mojave, Colorado River, and some wildlife enforcement. And then I never, I had to move to Las Vegas, but I was living in Reno at the time. And I'm like, I wanna get back. This is where I call home. And in 2010, I was able to transfer to Fallon where I ha- I did um, some wildlife and boating both on the Haunted and dry patch, but it was very wildlife focused. From there, I oh, still wanna get home, still wanna get home. And I got back to Reno in I believe 2012, and from there i went i put in for a captain's position which is over training so i do a lot of the training for our division and that is something that i really enjoy so i went into the training world but also it encompassed regulations and policy and and those types of things and from there I'm like okay i want to get back to my roots that and go back to the philippines <laughs> <laughs> besides uh, uh, It was just different. It was probably a little too early in my career to make that big of a jump. And I wanted to go back. So um, an opening happened in Reno and it was for a lieutenant position. And that's supervising 10 game wardens. I'm like, well, I'll put in for it and see if I get it. And, And I interviewed for it and I did get it. And so I did that for just shy of seven years and put in for for an um, investigating lieutenant. I received that, and then I um, put in for chief,
0: and here I am now. Yeah, you had just come to, made the big move to headquarters, and then yes. here you are already Yes, chief. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, it's awesome, and it's cool to hear about your whole journey to this position. Are there any standout moments or memories you've had? Um, any favorite positions, since you've named so many? In Ellie? <laughs> Uh, I really, I
2: actually liked patrolling on boats. I know that that's not the norm for us, but I think it's because it was something I never, I had never done in my life and I conquered something that I've never done and got very proficient in it because I've hunted since I was a child. So that wasn't something new for me, um, but boating was, and I really enjoyed that. And then the other position it was as lieutenant supervisor um, over the western region and the interactions that you get to have day to day with with your co-workers and the people you're leading that was enjoyable because you see the growth in those people and you get to help guide them to become who they are.
0: Exactly and maybe they'll all be working their way up through the ranks too.
2: Yes because uh empower people that's my big thing is I like to empower people and allow them to be the best of who they are not anybody else they don't need to strive to be anybody but themselves so that's always been my goal
0: I like to hear that I like that goal um, a question I actually had when you were talking about when you first when you Right when you started your search for a position, um, you said you got a degree. What was that degree? Because I feel like a lot of people are going to be curious about that.
2: I got a Bachelor of Science in Animal Science. Okay, We get a
0: lot of messages on our Facebook people that want to become wardens. And they're like, what is the route we take? So there's a variety of different degrees you could have.
2: Yes, you can have a degree in, uh, in some type of biology type science or related field or criminal justice. So those are the two degrees that we take by biology. It could be animal science, environmental science, different types of sciences.
0: Okay. There you have it. We get so many all the time. We get questions about that. So, and then um, speaking of people looking for jobs, you said one of your big goals is to staff uh, the law enforcement division. (laughs) Yes. Recruitment retention
2: is one of my goals um, once I became chief and we do have openings right now, so if anybody's interested, um, well, it will be opening soon, I should say. We have positions that are not that are vacant, so if you want to, go onto our website, org, and they are posted on there, and then it'll take you to the website that you need to get to to actually apply.
0: Okay, and where are those positions located?
2: Throughout the state, there's some down in Las Vegas, and then Eureka, uh, those are the main ones that I know that are currently vacant. So as
1: far as law enforcement division goes, how many game wardens do we have?
2: When we're for, fully staffed, we have 41 game wardens.
1: 41, and so we have some, some people retired, yes. accepted other positions, things like that. So that's why there's a little bit of movement.
2: Yes, we had uh, a lot of people retire. We have had some leave for personal reasons, yeah. and yes. So, because uh, it is a lifelong commitment and it, it is different because you're the investigator, you're patrol, you, you do it all. You don't leave at the end of your, quote, shift. If you're doing an investigation, you have to finish your investigation. Right. So, so it's not like you have people to just relieve you and, and it can get tiresome.
1: Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What's the like? What's a normal day of somebody that's in a game position? Is
0: there a normal day?
2: <laughs> <laughs> there is not a normal day, and each region is completely different. So, southern region is very heavy boating. Then you have eastern region, which is very heavy wildlife. Then you get to the western region, and you're boating wildlife urban. So, yeah. so we're like thirty three percent in each of those, and so depends on what you're really interested in, and like the the reno guys do a lot of urban wildlife stuff with um bears with mountain lions long. yes needs, yeah. geese it yeah. doesn't matter yes
0: yes yeah. they do have some of the most exciting stories too though so that's yes. a plus <laughs> yeah, i think all game ones i know some pretty all get ga- yeah that's true I mean, out of all the staff and have... N-O, Endow, game wardens probably have some yeah, pretty every time good we've had stories a game
1: warden on, it's been pretty pretty interesting podcast and... Pretty popular
0: type stories. Yeah. And then I think um, how you said it's real. It's almost a lifestyle when you become a game warden. So you really need that passion. But that's what's so great about you is you are so passionate. You've been here so long, and here you are. Yes, eighteen, little over
2: eighteen years now. Wow. And I have quite a few more to go. Yeah.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. And then um, one of the reasons we brought, well, you came to mind right away, not only because of your work in LE, but also you do self-defense classes for Endow employees, which is so cool.
2: Yes. uh, So I originally got into that three years after becoming a warden. I'm well, you know what? I really enjoy this and got into self-defense. It's called Defensive Tactics for us, uh, for law enforcement. And so I became an instructor in that, and I really enjoyed it and- All of our people are out in areas that you don't have backup, you're there by yourself and why not give them the opportunity to be able to defend themselves if they need to. So
1: you're talking like biologists, it could be anybody. (laughs) Yes, it's
2: been biologists, administrative assistants, because it doesn't matter your job, you're always dealing with the public in one way or another. Yes, and some indicators on that they might want to harm you and, and things of the, those natures. Yeah, yeah,
0: it was eye-opening. I took it a few years ago, and I need to retake it. So you need to have more so I could retake it because um, I was so sad to miss. There was a recent one I missed, but um, it was eye-opening. I just – you never think that way naturally. So it was good to learn some new skills and then also understand, like, you were to be attacked by someone you really do have to there's a mode you have to get into in order to fight back well we will go right to a quick break we'll be right back you're listening to nevada wild If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today, we are lucky enough to be joined by Christy Knight, our new chief game warden. Super exciting to have you here. And um, before the break, you filled us in on how you got to where you are and then we were just talking about how it's women's month and how fitting to have you on when it is such a rarity to be a female game warden, let alone a female chief game warden. So could you speak to how many females we even have at end out in our game ward or in our LE division? Currently in our LE
2: division, we have five female game wardens, including me, um, but in my tenure, we've only had approximately nine female game wardens, including me, um, in that in that 18 years since wow. I've worked here. So nine at
0: once, or just nine no,
2: all no total total? All wow. together,
1: yeah. Because yeah. I was saying that you know Christy's been around, but and I've known some of the other female game wardens, but it's not. It's a pretty male-dominated field, yeah, field. field, and so to have less than 10 in your 18 years, that's pretty.
2: Interesting. Yes. Uh, for Nevada, it women aren't into this, like, in the South and things like that. So, so a lot of people don't even know what a game warden is or what they do, unless they're a hunter or fisherman, possibly boating. Yep. So for them to even know that this job exists, it, it's rare.
1: And I was saying that it's probably even more rare to be the chief of law enforcement because, you know, there's just less women in the field. And you were saying that there, you only know one other one, so I was like, "That's very rare."
2: Yes, I I don't know very many, but doesn't mean that there weren't any. But I don't know very many. Yeah. yeah.
1: Does it Does it feel rare to you that you're in that position though? Yeah. Or
2: no, I still just kind of normal? normal for yeah. me. Yeah. I I've never looked at it that way, so it's
0: just normal for me. Yeah. Um, have you seen growth over the years, more women getting into being game wardens, or has it been pretty steady? I, I have in the
2: last, I'd say about um, 10 years is when we've had the uptick in female game wardens applying and getting positions.
0: That's good to hear at least more getting into it. And I think it's like you said, the just the lack of knowledge, like they just don't even know it's a position. So hopefully with uh, celebrations like we're having in podcasts like this, we get more females who are like, yeah, I want to be like her (laughs) and come on. So
1: yeah. Do you think it's important to empower women to take positions like that?
2: Absolutely. Uh, What you're comfortable with, but it's also obviously your demeanor and how you deal with people and and. So it's not for everybody either. Uh,
1: what time? What type of woman would you want to see in that position?
2: In for a chief or not in game warden, uh, they have to be independent because you're by yourself the majority of the time. You do not have the backup. Self motivated, hard worker, strong work ethic, and you have to be physically strong as well because we have to move critters all over the place, load things, and, and things like that. So they need to be kind of type A personalities so that they aren't ran over either. Exactly. And yeah, like,
1: I remember talking to one of the female game wardens, and she would say that she would fuel up in the morning, and then she would drive all day and just basically drive around Nevada and looking for... Um, wildlife or potential, you know, just on patrol. And then she would come back around and depending on the day, she wouldn't see a single person.
2: That is a possibility because our, our state is so vast and we work seven days a week. So there's days that you don't see people and then there's days that you're overloaded and you're like, where did my day go? Right? Yes. Yeah, it's
1: flies by like... It's Too many people. <laughs> yes. Like
0: that. Yes.
1: Hmm.
0: That has to be, It's it's a cool job, but like you said, it's meant for very specific type of person but hopefully people hear this and it motivates them to want to get involved and become a game warden so
1: yeah i mean the kind of difference day to day could be different but then also i would imagine there's probably some pretty Interesting stories that come out of like a change in pace and a change in schedule.
0: Yes,
2: yes, um, I, I can give you a story too. We want to hear. Like. That's what
0: I was going to ask you next. Is um, tell us some stories, Christy.
2: Okay, one of the funniest stories that I have is uh, when I was a fairly new warden, uh, I was actually arresting a guy for operating a PWC, which is personal watercraft, while intoxicated. And his buddy, the entire time I was trying to arrest him, was asking me out on a date. Oh. <laughs> and I kept telling him, I need to deal with this. And he just wanted to go meet afterwards. He said, I'll take him to jail. I don't care, but let's go meet afterwards. So that that was entertaining. And another warden ha- was there. And, and this is another female warden. And she told pretty much told him to stop. And he didn't, but... Anyways, that was just funny. That's not the best
0: way to impress a lady. (laughs) No, not so much. Especially the one that's uh, arresting you. (laughs) Like, yeah. Yeah. Stand down, buddy. (laughs) You don't have a shot here. (laughs) It's all good. Yeah, I guess
1: um, the difference between, like, northern Nevada and, like, the Las Vegas area is probably very different.
2: Yes, uh, northern Nevada. Um, You have a lot of, what do
1: I Like, it's more like wildlife. Yes. um, rural, um, dirt road tech contacts Yes. where I just got back from Las Vegas. And every time I go down there, it amazes me how big and there's so many people.
2: There's a lot of people. So you learn very quickly down South how to deal with people Mm -hmm. and all different types of people and personalities and everything else. So you get a ton of contacts down there constantly and, and the different personalities and just the way people talk to you.
0: Yeah. but it's a learning lesson that's why it's great you've worked in all parts of the state so yes. you've learned a lot over the years in dealing with the different types of people Yeah, yeah.
1: especially now leading the, the law enforcement division <clears throat> mm-hmm. that experience
2: yes i i have experience in all realms of what we need to do and also being one of our lead trainers in many disciplines so mm-hmm.
0: And then you, in the first half of the show, you told us how one of some of your favorite memories were actually out on the water, and you actually had a funny story also um, about, or was it on the water? Oh no, no, I I already said the water. water. Oh no, yeah, that was not a funny story. No. Yes,
2: um, we were down at the Avi, which is down off the Colorado River, and our we were getting prepared to do a firework display uh, shut down the river and we were coordinating so we were on the dock and our boats were tied to the dock and this uh, pwc personal watercraft started coming around he was towing another pwc behind him and he was really close to our boats i'm like oh that's not good The rope's going to get stuck on us and he's going to get sucked underneath the boats and as he turned the corner i didn't hear anything but i just had that feeling so i go flying over two boats that were parked side by side on the water and there he was he was getting sucked underneath our boats and I grabbed his life jackets and one of the other wardens came and we lifted him back on the boat
0: Jeez. that is so scary yes an example of something you could see out there as a game warden yes so then that led to you getting a life-saving medal yes well and you were rightfully so that,
1: uh, the way that that kind of rope goes under is that I mean you drowned under the boat
2: Yeah, she would. uh, if you get sucked underneath the docks or the boats, usually you get stuck underneath them, and then you drown. Yeah. So by being able to get him out, because he was floundering and trying to keep his head above water as his jet skis getting sucked underneath our boats. Oh,
0: my gosh. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah. What goes through you in a moment when you see that happening? Get them out of the
2: water. It's just automatic. It's instant for me to save them, figure out how to get them into a safer area. I can't even imagine seeing that.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that also speaks to the training and yeah. kind of that muscle memory of going through the training that you do and you guys regular, put on a regular schedule, right?
2: Yes, we we have a lot of mandated training every year that we have to complete.
1: Right.
0: And that goes to show the importance of that training.
1: Yes. Some of it's just um, instinct <clears> to know that yeah. that rope is going to go under there and experience
0: of that yes and that one
2: was all the way through was just instinct for me because that's how I, I am observant I guess you could say and that's what I do I, I watch things and I'm like oh that's not going to go and it doesn't go well so yeah. or that's going to go right. well yes yeah. yeah do you
0: have any other moments like that or stories uh
2: life-saving I have quite a few but probably don't want to hear all those ones if Some of them are for... yeah. yeah 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 yeah. um but i do have another story if you'd like to hear another one it's a wildlife story
0: we'll hear all your stories all day long uh
2: when i was doing one of my investigations it was originally on private property uh and after i gathered all the evidence and i was at the da's office trying to get some stuff organized um later found out from one of the my subjects uh Buddies that he was actually trying to get into my patrol truck to get evidence out of my patrol truck. And then he actually followed me to the in-pound yard where we had towed his vehicle to try to get stuff out of there as well. And, and that was just a constant theme with him wherever we went. He, and I remember seeing another vehicle. I just didn't know what he looked like at the time. Oh, so, my gosh. Yes. So
0: what happened? Whatever came of that?
2: Um, he actually ended up with felony convictions, mm-hmm. Wow. on it um, for unlawful killing of a mule deer on private property and all he did was cut off the horns the antlers of the deer and he tried to run over the landowner as well
0: oh my gosh
2: when the landowner came out to to um, ask him why he was on his property because it was at night and he was spotlighting
0: and like you've said lots of different people out there yes. and different personalities yeah, it's, yes that is really scary Wow. Well, any other any other stories or anything else you want to say in our last few minutes before we wrap up?
2: I want to say thank you for having me on here. Um, again, I do feel it, it's an honor to be the Chief Law Enforcement Officer for the Nevada Department of Wildlife and all the people that I do get to help lead into the future.
0: Well, we're happy to have you. I was so excited when I heard that you were the Chief, so we're happy to have you in that position. And congratulations. Thank you.
1: Yeah, and, and you got a big, uh, big job to fill. Yes. And getting all the recruitments done and yeah, it's, it's going to be uh, a lot of work.
0: Absolutely. Don't shy away from work though. Yeah, <laughs> We'll have to have you back on after you've got settled in <laughs> and we can talk more about what's been happening so far. Okay. So, yep. okay, so exactly. if anyone's interested,
1: uh, log in and, and apply for those positions. There's strategically placed around the state and uh yeah we need more game wardens that's for sure that's
0: true well thanks again christy and thank you everyone for listening that does it for this week's nevada wild